All right, no silly jokes to start us out this week. I'm just going to talk to you about DIY-itis. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table. I'm your host, Candace Eisner. Hello, hello. Welcome to another week here at Life Beyond the Massage Table. This week, we're going to talk a bit about DIY-itis, DIY being do-it-yourself. Yes, uh, all you healthcare providers out there, please forgive me for using itis on the end. Maybe someone does have inflammation of their DIY. Uh, but yeah, let, let's, let's just launch right into this topic before I go down some crazy tangent about, uh, DIY-itis. Um, so yeah, should you do things yourself in your business or should you hire other professionals to do them for you? That's the topic that we're talking about this week. For example, should you do your own taxes or should you hire an accountant? Should you build your own website or should you hire a professional designer? If you're creating a contract for subcontractors, or like in my case, it would be for working with clients, do you need a lawyer? Um, Even things like painting your office or cleaning, uh, administrative work, like returning calls and emails, all that requires some thought. Should you do all that yourself or is it better to hire someone to help you? Now, obviously, if you're really early in your business and you can't afford to hire anyone to do any of those things whatsoever, then yeah, you're going to have to do everything yourself. You know, that's a given, it's expected. It's not like I think money grows on trees and you're gonna be able to hire someone to do all of the aspects of your business. But if you could potentially hire someone, so you could afford to hire an accountant or a bookkeeper or a lawyer or a cleaner, you know, should you? That's a question that a lot of small business owners get stuck on. You know, we kind of feel like we need to run our businesses as cheaply as possible to maximize what we're making. Now. You probably realize that there are some things where it really is better to hire someone, like some of the things I've talked about already. Taxes, legal stuff, and your bookkeeping, you know, if you're just not the organized kind of person, um, it's better to have a bookkeeper. Good accountants, lawyers, and bookkeepers are absolutely worth it to your business, 100%, you know, but if you understand the importance but you can't afford that stuff... Well, okay, that's totally fair. I, I hear that, you know. Um, it's really better not to just wing it and go 100% DIY though, right? If you aren't able to hire an accountant, at least be looking at software solutions to do your taxes so you can maximize your savings and you're hopefully filing everything properly until you can afford to hire someone. The same goes for bookkeeping. Uh, please don't just toss everything into a box and hope it all works out when the time to do your accounting and taxes comes. That's just a horrific situation. You really don't want to be in it. It's going to take you way longer to do anything you need to do. There's plenty of good software solutions out there for bookkeeping. And um, while no internet advice can obviously replace a lawyer, all lawyers out there, please don't lynch mob me. You definitely are not replaceable. You guys are absolutely worth what, what you're paid. Um, There are resources out there to help with contracts and other smaller legal items. So please make use of them, at least when you're starting out, and then hire someone later on to help you with those aspects when you can afford it. But what about the other stuff, the stuff that's a little bit less sort of clear that you need the help, like your marketing, your administration, your cleaning, you know, for you massage therapists, your linens, Uh, your website, all that stuff, you know, obviously you're going to do some of those things yourself if you're a small business owner. That's just a given. For example, if you're a massage therapist and you work for yourself, it's pretty unlikely you're going to have someone to do everything that isn't directly working with clients. So it's unlikely you're going to have someone to do your marketing, clean your linens, change your table between clients, clean your office, book your appointments, 
answer your calls and all that. You know, it's not reasonable for most RMTs and we both know that. We know that that would be like living the dream or maybe it wouldn't be living the dream. I, you know, honestly, I would have felt weird back when I was massaging to have somebody do all of those things for me. It would have been just, just way too strange. So, you know, it's not like I'm saying you have to hire someone to do everything that isn't direct client care, right? But there are a few issues with that sort of keep cheap, keep things cheap mentality that we tend to fall into. The first thing is that if you do everything as cheaply as possible all the time, it's going to come across to your clients. So people notice the quality of things and really, you know, do, do you really want to be sending the message that you're cheap? Hiring professionals to help with some aspects of your business at whatever capacity you can afford can really help boost the perceived professionalism. You've no doubt heard the phrase that, you know, you got to spend money to make money. And that is true. But the other problem with the whole do things cheaply to maximize your earning thinking is that it's actually not usually correct. You're likely missing out on growing your business by insisting you DIY everything. You know, so you have to kind of take a step back and you have to ask yourself, what am I actually best at? Why did I start this business in the first place? Why did I go into massage therapy for you massage therapists listening? Where is my time really best spent? And how much time am I spending on things that are not that thing? You know, we have a tendency to get in this thought pattern that we know our business best and therefore no one can possibly do as good a job as we could with our marketing, administration, website, cleaning, and all of that stuff. But the truth is that all of those things are done by professionals who have their own set of skills and expertise. And is it really reasonable to expect you could do the task just as well as someone who does them for a living? If you're worried about finding someone to do a good job and properly represent your business, you know, I I do hear you. That's a totally valid concern. You don't want to give clients the wrong impression by hiring a professional either. But if you hire a great professional to do any of those, they will work in collaboration with you to make sure whatever they are doing reflects the needs of your business. Your knowledge of your business, combined with their specialized knowledge and expertise, can be a huge game changer for you. If you find someone who is a great fit, they'll really add to your business. They won't take away from it. It's delegating, not abdication, right? In other words, you're hiring people to work with you on a specific aspect of your business, not to take over your entire business. So this is a short episode because really that's all I have to say about this. It's just no matter what aspect of your business it is, if you feel that there's a professional out there who could help you with it, you should seriously look at that and see if you can make that work in your business. Because hiring good professionals to help you with some aspects of your business will free up your time so you have more time to do what you do best. And that's a win-win for your clients and it's worth every dollar if done well. And that will grow your business because you will have more time to see clients and to do those things that increase your income instead of spending all of your free time doing the tasks that you could afford to hire someone else to do. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your time. If you found this podcast interesting or helpful to you in some way, or if you found one of the other episodes helpful, I'd really appreciate it if you gave me a rating over on iTunes. Just load up iTunes, find my podcast, and click the stars to rate. 
Um, I'd appreciate it if you gave me five stars, but I totally understand if you feel that I'm not worth five stars. Um, that said, do pop me an email or find me on social media to let me know what I can do to improve the podcast. I would also really appreciate that. Also, if you want to leave me a written rating on iTunes, that would also be really great. Thanks so much, and I hope you guys are listening again next week. Take care. The music for this podcast is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. Thanks, Jason.